Without further interruption, let's celebrate and suck some dick. Today's episode of Distorted View Daily is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. From toys, lingerie, and lube to movies, S&M gear, and furniture. Yes, furniture. Every home needs a fuck ottoman. Adam and Eve has something for everyone's sexual taste. We all know free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. For a limited time, select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve is going to load you up, give you a hot injection of free stuff. Just make sure to use promo code FREAK at checkout and get 10 free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, plus six free spicy movies plus free shipping there's a lot of words with s's in this promo that's freak offer code freak f-r-e-a-k freak at checkout they want me to say the promo code a lot use promo code freak at adamandeve.com get 50 percent off just about any item 10 free gifts it's an amazing deal coupon code freak freak Jesus Christ, on a cross. Hydroplaning. Hey, freaks, it's Monday, January 11th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, eviscerating that stupid fat bitch cancer patient. Plus, meet Skelton's version of what recently went down in the U.S. Capitol. I have your cock and I won't give it back. Tuning in to the Apocalypse Sex Cult channel. All coming up today. Where did I park my car? Oh, no. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? This makes my pussy throb just thinking about it. God. Well, I'd rather have sex with a dildo than your cock anyway. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, Tim Henson, back here with you. Starting a new week of programs. Got a good one for you today. Uh, you know, as many of you might know, because I think I mentioned it, I uh, finally did secure a PS5. I know, lucky me, right? I don't want anyone being jealous, though, because I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this. If you are looking to uh, secure a, a PlayStation still, the best thing to do is to follow uh, some Twitter accounts. There are special Twitter handles that will just alert you the second uh, you know a site has some stock. And by the time you get that notification, chances are the stock is gone or the website has crashed, which happened to me multiple times, usually after you click the checkout button. So you're like, did did, did I just buy this? Did it go through? And um, every single time it's no, it did not go through. So I thought I actually uh, got a PS5 from Sony, one of their like PlayStation Direct uh, sales they were having. It wasn't really a sale in that I was saving money. It's a sale in the sense that they are they have stock to sell you, which is a rarity. Anyway, I nabbed that one and I was so excited. And as I was going through my tracking information, I saw like, oh, I, I have a tr- I have tracking information from Walmart as well. What is this email? And apparently uh, the PS5, <laughs> the other PS5 went through the one that I thought didn't. Rather than canceling that order, I thought, oh, well, this is a way I'm going to make my money back. I'm going to fucking scalp the other PS5. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit scalper now. You know, those people that buy up the entire stock of PS5s from a store and then turn around and sell them for like a grand each. It's my new business. Fuck the sideshow. This is way more lucrative. Anyway, the joke is on me because I post this fucking thing, this e- this uh, PS5 on eBay. I'm like, look, this was before Christmas is when this started, right? So I post this PS5 on eBay with like, I, I show the box. I even put my little username on the box, like on a, on a post-it note to show that it's really me. And I dated it. This is not some scam. The fucking thing sells for like uh, $850, which is great. If I would have received the money, I, I contact the guy, no, nothing. I thought the whole thing with eBay is like they get pissed off at you if you're a buyer who, who doesn't pay for what they're buying, what they win, right? No, eBay doesn't give a fuck anymore. Plus, there's like, there's like this whole long procedure you have to go through. You got to contact the person and then send them an invoice and then wait at least two more days after you send the invoice. And then if they don't respond, then you can open a dispute. And then they have like 
four days to respond to the dispute. And if they don't respond, then you can close out this auction and relist again for free. All right, so the guy doesn't pay. I relist this stupid fucking PlayStation. It sells again, but for less than the original time. I'm like, whatever, I just want this thing out of my sight. I want to ship it off. Never want to look at this PlayStation again. Again, the person doesn't pay. Guys, this has happened three more times. We are now cruising through January. The last time it sold, it was for $900. Oh, I was so excited. I'm like, this is basically going to pay for the other PlayStation 5. And, you know, as part of my Christmas gift from you kind freaks headed by Love Lady Cat Lady, you threw some cash my way to uh, help purchase the, the PS5. So I'd kind of break even if this sale went through, but it didn't. And so uh, I have I've just been trying to figure out how am I going to sell this thing? I mean, I guess I could turn around and just sell it for what I paid for it. That's probably the right thing to do. Be better than the scalpers. But it's not like I was hoarding PS5s. Y- you know what I mean? Not one of those assholes. You know, I just, uh, an extra PS5 fell into my lap. Why, why can't I sell it for the going fucking rate? Why do I have to be better than everyone else? So I turned to Facebook Marketplace. Holy shit, did that open up a whole new set of problems. Now I, you know how much I hate people. You know how much I'm, I'm like an introvert and, and, and I'm afraid to leave the house. Now I got to meet someone face to face and hand over something that's a thousand dollars they may or may not pay me they may in fact shoot me in the face for this fucking thing i got so many sketchy responses i thought one of the things about facebook is you have to use your real name i got guys responding with names like lil lulu and their profile picture is just like a dude with a mask on holding a gun like yeah that's who i'm gonna sell my i'm gonna meet you hand over a ps5 and lose my life so i guess it's like profiling what i did because <laughs> like i got a ton of responses and i waited for someone who looked like i could take them if things went sour like i looked through their profiles to see if they had kids like ones that had little babies you know people that had um stuff to lose if they get caught and sent to jail for homicide we'll see how this goes what's great is uh we're meeting today and uh, I've got to probably stop doing the show for a moment to go do that. So if um, if the show doesn't get posted, it's because I'm dead. But you won't know that. We're going to meet at a police station, so I'm sure it's fine. Famous last words. Hey, I was so excited to uh, start recording the show today because Mead Skelton finally posted a new video. He actually did a live stream, what he calls a Patriot stream. We are alive. We're not dead. We're We're alive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah hey everybody oops my hat is askew he's wearing his keep america great hat and it always it's does askew why does he talk like that what's this why is it askew askew it's askew okay well it'll be askew. distorted askew so anyway folks uh, welcome to the meat skeleton live patriot stream we he are- seems pretty low energy now, there's not a doubt in my mind that uh, Mead is going to defend the president here. So it's not like this stream is going to be like, well, I guess I backed the wrong candidate. I thought Trump was a good man. Boy, was I wrong. No, he's not going to say something like that. But I think, you know, he knows President Trump's days are numbered. Or sad. Um, I got some new lighting in case you can't tell. Oh, who the fuck cares? Nothing less interesting than when vloggers are like, check out my new setup. Let's do an unboxing of my ring light. I'm just going to fast forward to get to the meat and potatoes of this bitch. America first. Let's talk about January 6th yeah. because um, a lot of people say, where are you? Did you go to Washington? Well, the answer was no. <laughs> I didn't go to up to D.C. Um, because I couldn't. But I- my daddy wouldn't let me. You know, his dad had to like, chain him up to the wall or something i wish Mead would have been allowed to go because you know it wouldn't have ended well for him you see that video of the person like scaling the wall and they just sort of fall off as they're getting close to the top you come crashing down onto a gate or something that would that would be Mead, or Mead would be inside you know the the entrance with his uh keyboard 
doing Yankee Doodle Dandy songs. I will say that I was going to go, and um, I just got sidetracked, but I think the Lord told me not to go. I tracked. And so everybody's talking about all these um, things, you know, that a lot of people are going to jail. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear how media's going to rationalize this. Um, oh, yeah, and the media just had a frenzy. Uh, they didn't do it when those thugs, you know, were marching, marching in the streets for three months. Yeah, it was the streets, not the Capitol building. Long, and we had to deal with... It wasn't a, like a coup. It wasn't the, they weren't trying to overthrow the government. There was that thing. I, I will kind of concede that there was this um, immediate urge to explain, like, oh, you know, why the black people were looting Target. Oh, there's a noble reason for it. You see, because this is the only way black people can get white people's attention. Or so much has been taken from black people, this is their way of taking stuff back. Oh, that's all we needed to do to be forgiven for racism is just give every black person a 65-inch Samsung television? Had we realized that, you know, we could have avoided this whole nasty mess. Um, I'm an entertainer, so I'm oh. I'm not a politico, you know, politico. I never want to be a political person. Oh, really, Mead? You never want to be political? That's all you are with your songs and your videos. Why are you stepping back from that now? Oh. Afraid the FBI is going to investigate you? You know, um, but after Barack Obama got in the White House, I thought, oh, Lord, there goes our country. <laughs> and so I had to stand up and say something. I like the laugh he does every time he says something racist. I had to quit my Amazon warehouse job because there was uh, an abundance of a certain type of person. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Darkest night. <laughs> the Black Lives Matter crowd, you know. Something. Now, uh, before that, you know, I've always been. Um, well, I'm. I'm. You know. Racist. I'm. I'm conservative. I just never really wanted to be political until I realized that our country is. You know, our nation is on the line. You know, we have no choice right now. You know, it's sink or swim. So January six was the electoral votes. You know, the day they went to vote on the electoral college. Well, Mike Pence did a, a complete turn on everybody, and he's a traitor, <laughs> although I don't know. Um, he could be deep state. How quickly they throw their own under the bus. Now, you know, everyone hates Mike Pence now. Liberals always hated him, and now conservatives hate him too. I'm all for that action. I really just want to hear Meade's reaction to the events of January, whatever it was, 6th. So a bunch of patriots and MAGA people went up to D.C. Um, to say, you know, we demand action. We want a fair and balanced election. We know there was... Do you think he's going to blame a Antifa? <laughs> he's got to, right? Yeah, a lot of Antifa were uh, mixed in the bunch, disguised as patriots. Good fraud. Um, so what happened was the... Uh, the, uh, you know, Antifa people were Knew probably it. there. It did not take long. The thing, I love that argument more than anything because no, no one was wearing a mask. When you do, this is like crime 101, right? Cover your fucking face. And like, you've got the best excuse right now. There's a pandemic, but these people, you know, don't believe in that. So they're not going to wear a mask. Bitches, you played yourself. Wanted to prove everyone wrong about the pandemic, you decided to go to Washington, try to overtake the Capitol building, and not hide your identity. Instead, they posted videos of themselves with, like, their real names on Twitter and, even worse, on Parler. Oh, there's posts from, like, a week prior to the event up until, like, a day after the event. Like, they've just documented every fucking step of the way. Pictures are included, video with metadata, data, like, uh, their GPS coordinates at the time. They just did everything wrong. They're so easily identifiable. The Antifa argument is, is laughable. You know, like, I know you want to use that, and it would be great if you could to sort of muddy the waters. You could have possibly gotten away with that one if people were just covering up. <laughs> and people, you know, you couldn't identify people by their face. And but that's not what happened. They were um, trying to do stuff and... Um, 
Well, they they were the ones that instigated the break in, you know, into the 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 Capitol. Now, there are a lot of good folks that went in there. A lot of MAGA people went in the Capitol, but they didn't go around breaking things. Now, one thing that was a dead giveaway that these weren't Trump supporters. When they said that there was urine and feces in the hallway, <laughs> that's just not our style. You know, we Trump supporters, we don't do that. In fact, if we have an accident on the floor, we we clean it up. You know, so I just knew what meat is. Just- just so retarded. Anyway, that was not a Trump supporter. <laughs> if someone had an accident on the floor, they'd grab a mob. And that's the MAGA way. Uh, we don't. We don't usually use a flag to break windows. We don't use the American flag, especially. We have respect for it. Okay. It was the pole of the American flag, not the actual flag part. Are you guys interested in this at all? I, I hope I'm not boring you with with Mead. I could listen to him just dro- drone on for hours. He plays a video where he's like, look, there's Antifa in the crowd. You can see him. A lot of them were just there and caught up in the moment. Oh, now he's talking about the the Patriots again. And then a lot of Trump supporters went in peacefully because they were invited in by the police. The police opened the doors and they walked through and they were going through the building. Now, I've seen tons of video where Trump supporters are just standing in the hallway chanting USA, but they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything violent. They're not in the office. Offices of you know of the admi- oh my god Meade should represent all of these people that are going to be going to trial administration they're not anywhere in where they shouldn't suppose they shouldn't be like that guy who took a big shit in the hallway he didn't go into a room he wasn't supposed to be in they're not in the offices of you know of the administration right. they're not anywhere in where they shouldn't suppose they shouldn't be well that's not really true didn't someone steal Nancy Pelosi's lectern um, by the way this this Trash is office. our house because we pay taxes oh. so it is a public building it's not trespassing oh well there you go that's the best defense yet all right just a little bit from Mead Skelton I will link to his Patriot stream so you can listen and watch the whole fucking 44 minutes of nonsense Mead once told us what his religion was he's like Presbyterian or something Methodist maybe I know he's not Catholic but he should really give the Catholic religion another look I think they're saying a lot of things that he would respond positively to. Here's a priest talking um, about what's going on. Of course, some of us believe that. Some of you, I know, voted for someone who is now going to suffer and persecute the church for the next four years. That on top of the fact that he supports the utter slaughter of the unborn. That was a main selling point for me, by the way, when I voted for Joe Biden. What have you done? Hooray! I, I, I don't like babies. What have you done to your church? He's taking this very personally. Look it and watch as our religious sisters will be dragged through the courts. As contraception will be set to be imposed upon them. Yeah, contraception is the least of the Catholic Church's problems. You know, birth control is bad. You're still pretty ambiguous with the whole altar boys sucking off priest thing. Watch how our hospitals disappear oh. because we will not follow government dictates. Watch how our support of unwed mothers disappears because of constant and irreasonable, unreasonable regulations. Watch as Mother Church shrinks. Yeah, they're getting ready to blame Biden for that. But I I have to say, it's pretty well known at this point that uh, attendance in churches is is dwindling. It has been dwindling for years. Watch how she is treated by this government, this coming administration. And those of you who voted for such an administration, bear the responsibility of what you have done. Y'all are going to hell! Because we are in... Say it, you're a priest! Ford folks. You can make that happen, And they're right? already getting ready. Have you seen the appointees? Some of the most aggressive, anti-Catholic, anti-organized religion. What religion is Joe Biden? I honestly have no idea. I mean, occasionally I'll hear him talk about going to church, but, you know, all politicians do that, and I never believe any of them. It, of course, Joe Biden is Catholic. <laughs> That explains the smelling children's hair thing all the time. That fits right into the Catholic doctrine. Moving away now from uh, politics and religion, 
I've got a great clip here. Yeah, this is getting back to basics is what we're doing. Just two bitches tearing each other apart. I don't know who this live streamer is. The title of this video, though, is live streamer berates cancer patient on Omegle. I'm here for it all. Yeah, like, are you talking to yourself or something? You're fucking disgusting. You're ugly. You're fat. You look like a reptile. And your curtain's fucking I mean, ugly. Your lips probably got lip injections. Ugh, your nose. My not. lips cost more than you. My lip filler is worth more than you, you fucking worthless your trash lip bitch. Filler? Worthless um, trash bitch. Your you're fat. Bitch. You're disgusting. Your eyebrows look like plastic. shit. You're chubby. You look like you have Down syndrome. You look like a gnome. You look like a gnome. You're fucking disgusting. Why do I have a raging boner right about now? This is not how it's supposed to happen. At least I'm not poor. At least I'm not fucking poor. At least I'm not fucking poor. Fucking ratty bitch. I just know you're one. At least I'm not fucking poor. Jealous much? Jealous much? Stop being fucking poor. Honestly, I don't know which person is the cancer patient here. Ugly as hell. You're ugly as hell. Your forehead looks scary. You actually look deformed, and I think you're a special needs. Uh, I'm not even kidding. This, is this a real person? Like, I have a hard time believing this is not satire, the way she's talking. And I think you're a special needs. Needs. Who talks like that? I. You literally <laughs> look like an autistic retarded gerbil and i might have to end this because i don't want to get canceled because i really think your special needs retarded fat bitch you're fucking loser <laughs> you're trash i'm guessing the recipient of all of these insults is the cancer patient she hasn't dropped that nugget yet though get a diet get a diet this quarantine is not working for you honey you're fat i am on a diet it's called chemo my pounds should start melting off real soon bitch do you think this girl's gonna feel bad when she finds out that she's insulting someone that has cancer. I don't. So Look at your forehead. Stuff. It's. Are you Says wearing a wig? Take off your wig. Take off your Says fucking wig. Take head. off your fucking wig. Take I off your wig, you care. big bitch. Take off your wig. I don't need. Take. It hair. is a what wig. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Why do you think she's wearing a wig? Embarrassing. <laughs> Leukemia. What? Do you have cancer? Oh my fucking god, do you have fucking cancer? You are such a loser. You're wearing a wig because you're bald. So in addition to YouTube and Twitch, uh, she has an OnlyFans account, of course. I'm guessing that's where the real money comes in for her. Well, I, I should say she had an OnlyFans account. That's been wiped out. She has a Twitter account, but I can't read her tweets. She has locked that shit down because there's been some blowback to her videos again i don't know I, I just can't believe this is real who talks like this right she could have faked this whole fight with a friend just maybe she's trying to get some publicity it worked i uh i found an article on daily dot about her her name is playmate tessie and she's just like, you know, an obnoxious cunt in every way. She says that she is on Omegle because she's a celebrity. That's apparently where celebrities go, Omegle. Uh, and she's paid to be here. Okay. She continues to call the individual a fat bitch and calls them the R slur. Now, Daily Dot does say that given that she does not save for work work, the possibility exists that the video was staged. The thought crossed my mind as well. But then I saw that, you know, like her OnlyFans was deleted and she's locking down her tweets and receiving a lot of hate online. This was after uh, both the, the cancer fight and her subsequent apology, not apology video. Oh, yeah. Like all YouTubers who get into fights, there, there has to be like a follow up video where, you know, you act all concerned and remorseful and you say, Guys, hi. I just wanted to talk to you for a second. This video is not monetized. I've been crying all day. I have a lot of growing to do. You know, that whole bullshit. Um, that's, that's not really what happens here. I'm not fucking sorry I didn't do anything. 
I literally didn't even fucking do anything. And like, I feel like I gave an amazing apology. No, seriously, that whole Reddit situation. Do you guys really want me to apologize? Do you really want me to apologize? Because if you guys really want me to apologize, then I'll fucking do it. But just know that it's going to be fake. This is the type of apology I've been looking for. I'm just doing this because I have to. I'm not really remorseful. I'll apologize, but I don't mean it. It's fake. And really, what does this girl have to apologize for? You're fat, you're ugly, you look deformed, you're poor, and you have fucking cancer and no hair. And your wig's fucking crooked, by the way. Fix that. Take off your wig. Don't be a pussy. Take off your wig, leukemia, bitch. <laughs> you have fucking cancer. You're such a loser. Oh my god, I can't. So, what's it like having fucking cancer and having to wear wigs? I, I just can't believe she's for real. She sounds fake, you know? And the only reason I... Well, I, I kind of believe that this could somehow be how she really is, is that this video, the stream that she was on, lasted four hours. That's a long time to keep up and act like that. And then the apology video was another 45 minutes. You know, when you're doing a bit like that... It, it's funny for a couple minutes. Could you imagine if I played all four hours of this girl? I mean, she's obviously a troll, but how real of a troll is she? You, you know exactly who I am. I'm not fucking stupid. I know you've been filming the whole time because you think you're going to cancel me and get clout off of me. Never bitch. And you're trying to get me to confess, incriminate myself. Yeah, huh? nice try. Nice try. Nice try. She has such a punchable voice. Nice try, bitch. You're fat and you're ugly and you wear a wig because you have cancer. <laughs> All these stupid, retarded bitches get cancer. You look so fucking dirty and poor, but you have to skip chemo treatments because you can't afford it. So fucking sad. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Your family's so poor. They have to shut off the utility just so you can get your radiation. Like, what do we do this month? Should we have electricity or should this fat, dumb, stupid slut live another month? Stupid, retarded, Down syndrome, cancer patient. <laughs> she really knows how to cut down a bitch. I kind of like her. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. It's 2021, baby. A new year and a new you. Transform yourself into the person you've always wanted to be by signing up for the sideshow. TV's member site. I mean, assuming you want to be just a horrible person who laughs at the misfortune of others. Is that what you're looking to become in 2021? A fucking ghoul, a monster, a heartless bastard or bitch? Well, if that's your New Year's resolution, like I said, I've got you covered. Superfreaksideshow.com. Membership's very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. So what do you get for that small, small price? Well... Full access to the entire archive of programs, plus, more importantly, exclusive shows every week. I'll be doing an exclusive podcast tomorrow and another one on Thursday. Yes, multiple exclusive shows every week when you sign up for the Sideshow. Superfreaksideshow.com, you get access to a special uh, password-protected RSS feed. It works with um, most, not all, podcast apps, but like the Apple Podcast app. It works with Overcast. It works with Pod something. What's the name of that thing? Oh, Beyond Pod. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, it works with a bunch of podcast apps, which means you can uh, download and listen to all of the past episodes of DV and RSS feeds. There's, like, yearly feeds. So you can, like, uh, subscribe to the 2004 shows or 2005 shows and uh, have them whenever you want to listen to them. It's pretty cool. Likewise, the main Sideshow feed that you'll subscribe to has all of the free stuff in addition to the exclusive shows. So uh, it's just it's one feed to rule them all, so to speak. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted again. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. And the Distorted View store is still open. If you'd like some merchandise, some T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, mugs, stickers, all that sort of stuff. Store.distortedview.com. Okay, plug, plug, plug. We're done with that. 
Three very quick stories now. First up. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. Any of you musical freaks who want to do uh, a cover of Enthused About the News, I would really love that. Totally play it on the podcast and annoy the rest of my listeners. All right, first story we have for you today. It's a new year and a new security breach when it comes to internet-connected chastity cages. Guys, just don't lock your cock in anything that has Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. It's not safe. Although this could ultimately be a huge turn-on because you're giving up control of this cage to someone else, someone you don't even know. A hacker took control of people's internet-connected chastity cages and demanded a ransom to be paid in Bitcoin to unlock it. Your cock is mine now, the hacker told one of the victims, according to a screenshot of the conversation obtained by a security researcher that goes by the name of Smelly. Is this guy for real? He's He's a security researcher in his mom's basement when he's not in middle school, apparently. It's Smelly. He's the founder of VX Underground. That's a website that collects malware samples. According to Vice and their site Motherboard, in October of last year, the security researchers found that the manufacturer of an Internet of Things chastity cage, which, as we all know, is a sex toy that users put around their cocks to prevent erections. It's used in BDSM communities and can be unlocked remotely had left an API exposed, giving malicious hackers a chance to take control of the devices. I think that's the story we read a few months ago, right? It's about this very same device. But instead of this theoretically being a problem, it became a real problem. There there have been victims, according to uh, victims interviewed by Motherboard. A victim who asked to be identified only as Robert said that he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of uh, 0.02 Bitcoin, which is around $750, to unlock the device. He realized his cage was definitely locked and he could not gain access to it. Robert said, fortunately, I didn't have this locked on myself while it happened. Researchers at Pentest Partners published details about the serious vulnerability. They found that making a, a request to any API endpoint did not require authentication and that using a six-digit friend code would return a huge amount of information about that user, like location, phone number, and plain text passwords. It wouldn't take an attacker more than a couple of days to exfiltrate the entire user database and use it for blackmail or phishing, Pentest partners wrote in their report. Well, following that disclosure, guess what hackers did? They started targeting these chastity cages using the Cellmate mobile app. I'm looking at some of the code here that hackers used. Some of the quotes in there, the, the messages that would be sent are, ha ha ha, I have your cock now. Send point zero two Bitcoin or you'll be locked forever. Soon after the attack started, a flood of complaints came from victim users reporting that they could no longer control the smart adult toy. Some of them fell victim to the attacker multiple times. The attacker apparently would engage with victims after locking the chastity device that they controlled. The attacker also mocked victims when they asked what had happened, saying that they used magic to take control of the smart adult toy. Some users were concerned that the only way to remove the cellmate device was by cutting it off, since there was no manual override for the Bluetooth lock. However, cutting the hardened steel used for the lock required an angle grinder. That was not an ideal option for most people. Don't want an angle grinder next to your dick and nuts! One victim, though, was able to contact remote support and ask them to unlock and reset the cellmate. Another victim used a screwdriver to unlock the device manually. The company posted a video later on uh, showing exactly how to do this in case you find yourself locked in a cage, unable to get out because a hacker took control of it. Uh, The company addressed the issue, causing all the trouble, so the latest version of the app should be safe to use if you're willing to trust this company. I don't know. 
Second story we have for you today. This is quite a headline. Apocalyptic sex cult leader with glamorous harem has been sentenced to 1,075 years in jail. Yes, a hardline Islamic cult leader who is constantly surrounded by beautiful women has been sentenced to over a thousand years in jail after a long and controversial trial. Adnan Akhtar, who goes by the names Adnan Hoka and Harun Yaha or something, was arrested on charges of kidnapping, ting, sexual abuse, of course, and fraud in July 2018, along with some 160 of his cult members. In 2010, Akhtar was named one of the world's 50 most influential Muslims. By what? Modern Muslim magazine? Like, who, who comes up with that list? I don't know a lot about the Muslim faith, but, like, being surrounded by blonde, big-titted bitches exposing a lot of skin doesn't seem like um, something Muslims would be down with. I've got a picture of the, of the cult leader here with six women, and five of them are blonde. The other one has, like, uh, half black and half blue hair. I'm guessing maybe the whole thing is dyed. She could be a natural blonde. Also, some of these blondes are probably not natural blondes, but you know what I mean. Yeah, many traditional Muslim clerics have expressed concern about the brash style in which he presents his bizarre theories. Akhtar owns a TV station in his native Turkey and regularly broadcasts warnings that the end of the world is coming soon from a brightly colored television studio filled with attractive models wearing exotic makeup, wigs, and bondage-style Versace dresses. TV is just so much better in other countries. It's like, you know, all these cable networks here in America end up looking the same. They originally start off with a good idea, like MTV, all music, music videos, 24 hours a day. Now it looks like any other network, you know, with scripted television shows, reality shows, even networks like The Weather Channel, which used to, used to just, like, have forecasts. It would tell you the weather all day long. That's all it, it did. Now they have reality TV shows. Everything is just looks the same, generic. Turkey, on the other hand, they've got fucking cult leaders that own TV networks. All of our presenters are going to be hot bitches in bondage. Bondage bitches doing the news. Bondage bitch sitcoms. Family TV shows featuring bondage bitches. All right. He actually calls his team of glamorous assistants his harem or his kittens. Uptar also does not believe in evolution, but that's not unusual for these religious types. His cult, though, has been described as a sexed up Disney version of Islam. Out of all the religions I know about, this one actually sounds kind of appealing, right? All right, so his thousand-year sentence uh, comes despite Akhtar's close association with Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan. <laughs> the two are reportedly on very friendly terms, with Akhtar describing the Prime Minister as an immaculate Anatolian man who deserves to rule Turkey until the end of time which, according to Akhtar, is coming any day now. Pack your bags. One of the aspects of Akhtar's bizarre cult uh, that has been a particular focus of the court case is its finances. It's been very unclear how the 64-year-old can afford to keep making big-budget documentaries such as The Collapse of Darwinism in Europe and Crystal Skull, Work of Aliens, question mark, as <laughs> as well as run his TV station and publish books and pamphlets about the apocalyptic vision. He's been arrested on several occasions. The first was in the early 80s when he served 19 months for making propaganda with the aim of weakening or destroying national sentiments. And he spent some of that time in a secure mental hospital. Not enough time, I fear. Since that low point, though, Akhtar's fortunes have boomed dramatically and he owns a 13-bedroom seaside estate. Wait, I'm not done with its own private zoo, complete with camels, horses, and two artificial lakes. It's like the Muslim version of Neverland. <laughs> People who have left his cult say he controls his followers with an iron hand. Yeah, that's typically how it works in cults. You rarely meet cult leaders with a laissez-faire attitude. You show me a wishy-washy, laid-back leader, and I'll show you a failed cult. You've got to be firm. 
you got to keep people in the organization and afraid of you. That's how shit gets done in a cult. Come on. These bondage bitches aren't going to fuck you if they think you're aloof, you know? One former member said everyone had to be the same. The hairstyle, the shoes, the jackets. It had to be the most expensive brands like Versace and Gucci. Well, the cult leaders' Armani suits are a thing of the past now. They'll be wearing a prison jumpsuit for a long, long time unless he gets some help from his prime minister friend, which could happen as it all depends on how close they are, how tight they are. Um, I'll let you borrow some of my bondage, bitches. That, my friends, is your... Di- no, wait, I've got one more of these fucking stories. God damn it. Sorry, I've got Pop-Tarts on the mind. This is That's my reward for finishing today's show, and I guess I sort of jumped the gun. I don't know what it is. I went, I can't tell you how many years without eating a Pop-Tart. Five, 10, 15 years. But lately, I have like a Pop-Tart every night before I go to bed. Is that healthy? Not that bad. Little, little Pop-Tarts. Come on. I'm very picky about my Pop-Tarts. I should take a picture of my um, my uh, cabinet where all the Pop-Tarts are at. I have just, I have amassed a huge collection of varieties of Pop-Tarts, and I hate them all. It, it's, it, they're there because I won't finish them because they're so gross. I like my chocolate. The, you know, the, the chocolate with the chocolate frosting. That's my favorite that is currently available. Second is the strawberry frosted Pop-Tart. Uh, and then what follows is the um, the brown sugar Pop-Tart. Those are the three I'll eat. Pop-Tarts, though, have about 72,000 different varieties. And they all seem good when you're hungry at the grocery store. And they all end up tasting like chemical ass. I don't know what possessed me to get the red velvet and cream cheese Pop-Tart or some bullshit like that. It's awful. The cookies and cream... Pop-Tarts are awful. Blueberry, awful. S'mores, awful. They're all very nasty. The The best Pop-Tart of all time was the chocolate vanilla cream Pop-Tart. They got rid of that several years ago. It's not the same thing as cookies and cream. Don't even suggest to me that it is. I tried it. They're, they couldn't be further apart in terms of taste and quality. <laughs> I'm a 40-year-old man. And I eat Pop-Tarts every night. I'm like a four-year-old. All right, listen, uh, one more story we have for you today. Oh, we've talked about that horn dude that was um, storming the U.S. Capitol. He's like all shirtless and wearing fur and stuff. Well, uh, the man in the horn headdress during the riots at the U.S. Capitol made his initial appearance in a Phoenix federal courtroom Monday. Jacob Chansley, also known as Jake and Jelly or the QAnon shaman, appeared telephonically as he is being held in a quarantine section of a detention facility. Oh, speaking of that detention facility, his mommy said, you know, he lives with his mom, right? So he's in contact with his mom. He's a bit of a mama's boy. His mom says that he has not eaten since Friday because the detention facility will not feed him all organic food. Yeah, he seems like a real tough guy. Someone we should be worried about overthrowing the government. Chansley, who is from Phoenix, turned himself into the FBI field office after returning from Washington, D.C. Saturday morning. I bet you that was his mom. March yourself right into the FBI office and tell him what you did. He's accused of knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority and violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Both charges are federal misdemeanors. No biggie, right? The 33-year-old QAnon conspiracy theorist was a frequent participant in pro-Trump rallies in Phoenix in recent months. He often appeared in a costume of horns, fur headdress, and tan pants with no shirt. Chantley politely addressed the judge, but he didn't make any statements regarding the charges against him. He said he may be able to contact a friend who could provide a private attorney for him. Yeah, I would not count on that. A lot of, I've noticed a lot of people are distancing themselves from those that broke into the U.S. Capitol. He did say, I'm not really all that worried about it because in all honesty, I didn't break any laws. I walked through open doors. The public defender told the judge in court on Monday that Chansey was on an extremely restrictive diet, perhaps for religious reasons, 
and had not eaten since he was taken into custody. The judge responded that information was deeply concerning and ordered Chansley's public defender to work with the U.S. Marshal's office on the dietary concerns. We will abide by the judge's order, David Gonzalez, U.S. Marshal for the District of Arizona, said. Gonzalez added that Chansley will be provided food in line with a shaman's a shaman's strict organic diet. Chansley's mother, Martha, who was in the courtroom on Monday, said uh, he gets very sick if he doesn't eat organic foods. Literally, he will get physically sick. She also referred to her son as a patriot and the gentlest person I know with an upset tummy. By the way, the related news article to this story uh, has, it's a great headline. Woman trampled to death during Capitol riots was carrying a don't tread on me flag. <laughs> she specifically told everyone not to tread on her. Some people are just assholes. Can't you read? was right on her flag. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails. Get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line 206-666-4463. Um, and then, of course, uh, what else? We've got a subreddit, distortedview.reddit.com. There's a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. Uh, many ways keep in touch with me and other listeners of the show you can find all the ways over there at distortedview.com just go there think of it as the main hub for the distorted view universe all right let's check in with a few freaks Tony calling in um you get a comment on friday's show about serious satellite radio yes and i'll be honest like i don't understand how they still like operate they still like you know they're still viable. I mean, yeah. The only thing I can think of that's on serious are two things, and that's Barstool Sports and Howard Stern. And I'm gonna be honest, like they paid Howard Stern a fuck ton of money, and like the show's not really even that good. Like I'm gonna be honest, like I grew grew up. He must have done research on like who is subscribing, who's forking over money. He's gotta have Howard has gotta have a lot of listeners paying still. Right. Otherwise, what would be the benefit to, to Sirius? The other thing is, and, and I don't know if this is still true. Maybe, maybe some uh, listeners can can call in and chime in if they know some uh, information. But like uh, truck drivers, people who drive long distances, like I could see how Sirius would appeal to them because you basically don't have to worry about uh, you know losing a signal. Right. You know, like local radio stations, you can you know you only get so many miles of coverage. And maybe the idea of having your phone playing music or podcasts all day doesn't appeal to you. Your data caps or something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I really don't know the appeal of Sirius XM anymore. When I was younger because my dad was a truck driver and we would, you know, yeah, that's right, truck driver. go for rides. And, like, I was listening to Howard, Howard Stern. And then I got older and I, was, I discovered TV through a friend. And I was like, oh, fuck. This guy sounds almost like Howard Stern, but he's a lot more fucked up. And first, but I think you're funnier. All right, thank you. Stroking your ego. I can't. Someone give me a hundred million dollars or whatever his contract. I think you're funnier than Howard Stern, but maybe when you get that type of money, you become less funny. Yeah, I just I just don't know how serious is viable. And like you said, yeah, I don't. We can all just listen to it through our phones and through our fucking Bluetooth. Download it and it's there. Like I don't understand how satellite radio is even a thing. And also, I mean, I've had it on and off again. Like anytime I get a new car, you get like I don't know, three months, six months, a year free. And I mean, there are some stations that I really like, like Pop Rocks, of course. So it is kind of fun to listen to the to the radio. But but again, Pandora has it. Like Spotify has playlists from people. You know, just play that stuff. Call me at least. Once every four months, asking if I would be interested in um, re-upping for satellite radio because yeah. when I bought my truck. I guess it's like anything else. Some people like the service. Some people don't. Uh, hey, Timmy Boo. It's great, Big Pete. Um, I've just I've given up on your call, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Tony Prolapse. I just got to move on. Uh, Talk about the fucking serious for 20 minutes. Uh, hey, Timmy Boo. It's great, Big Pete. 
Um, just call and say a quick hello. Hello. Hi, hello. And to answer your question about uh, what you think, uh, what you're asking us about our feedback on the show. Well, I said, my question is, what is the thing that you like most about the show? Uh, let's say that I like the format, you know, everything works out well. Uh, I like the way, you know, you can... Keep it nice and vague for me. That's helpful. <laughs> if you don't like something, you can skip right past it. If, if, yes. If you don't like it, so... Skip four or five minutes, I'm on to something else. It's fine. And that, that way... That it's a great program if you have a very short attention span. Consistency is a good thing. Now, You're all, like, tweaked out on meth or something? DB is the podcast for you. Ding! Oh, the one thing that I think uh, could change is mukbangs. Never play a mukbang again. That's what the only thing I don't like. I don't really play a lot of mukbangs. You know, I know who you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear about Nikocado Avocado, that fruit. Yeah, I can see why mukbangs would not be appealing. It's just like listening to people chew food. Hey, Tim. Haley's comment calling up. Um, me has only very recently returned to the Discord. He oh. stormed off in a huff again, uh, but he had been on. It seems to be a thing that people do in the DV Discord. I don't know what goes on there, what sort of drama goes on, but um, I know Miss May leaves all the time. That I can sort of understand. I mean, Miss May is trans, and I'm sure there's some very insensitive people in there saying horrible things occasionally. Discord for a while. And I guess we all make fun of Mead, so I can understand him huffing and puffing too. Um, he's been very active in, in Discord. Um, and I've I found out that he claims to have written a song about uh, recent events. Uh, doesn't sound like he's recorded it yet, though. Oh. So I'm kind of nudging him towards that. Yes. I mean, it, look, why he's got to strike while the iron's hot, right? If he wants to write a song about current events, they don't stay current forever, you know? So you, you got to get on that, record it, and that's when you're going to get all the listens and the, and the views and everything. When people are searching for this stuff. Hey, Tim, it's Mac from Ohio here in the Corrections slash Information Department. Uh, uh You talked about Palo Mayombe in the episode that you just released, and they, they were stealing remains for their practices. Oh, yeah. They actually, you should look into this. They I take all of the person's body parts and they put it into a vessel called an unganga. And That's so funny. Like the weird things listeners know a lot about. Yes, of course, a ganga. They fill it with like blood, semen, spit, alcohol, all kinds of shit, and basically make a... I've got that in a cup on my nightstand. Festering, decaying stew. Ugh. And in their religion, they actually believe that the worse it smells, the more powerful the spirit that they're uh, encasing in the Nganga is. So when they walked into the shed in the shrine, it probably smelled Ugh. like... 15 Vietnamese soldiers ass-raping each other in a prison camp in Vietnam. Very specific scent you're referencing? It's absolutely disgusting, but it's very interesting. So look up Paolo Mayombe. Uh, the last podcast on the left actually did a pretty interesting series on a, a Paolo Mayombe priest who was in the drug cartel. Uh, I don't know. It, it's compelling if you're into that sort of thing. Well, cool. I'll be back. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the heads up on that a little tip. Does actually kind of sound interesting. Maybe I will look into that. Uh, thank you for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. A voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. You're chubby. You look like you have Down syndrome. You look like a gnome. What's that? <laughs> I'm bringing that back from 1999. What's up? Uh, <laughs> spread the distortion. So stupid. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow. If and only if your sideshow members. Now would be a good time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Orgasm. I love it.
Yes, indeed. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.